This is Channel 253. In this episode of Crossing Division. We have a Facebook page called True Tacoma. I kind of use for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I will post and share out to that Facebook page anything that looks interesting for Tacoma people, either resources, opportunities to volunteer, whatever I can find. So if you want to follow, if you're on Facebook and you want to follow, the page is just True Tacoma. Very easy to find. The logo is just uh, two T's. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. Hi, this is Evelyn Lopez. Uh, you are listening to Crossing Division, Tacoma's talk show. Uh, today is Friday, March 20th. And I want to be clear about that because today we're going to talk about the coronavirus, what we know today, what resources are available. So if you are listening to this after March 20th, check on these resources and make sure um, this is still accurate because the news is changing really fast. Uh, With me today is Joe Lopez. Joe, want to introduce yourself and tell us how you're surviving coronavirus land. Hello, everybody. I am surviving in my dining room on my ancient MacBook Pro. Very good. Very good. And we have put our adorable dogs out in the back so that we can both um, be online without interruption. Which and just re- means that the cats will be the ones to interrupt. Yeah. So if you hear anything crash, I'm down in the back bedroom away from Joe since we weren't sure how this was going to go with two headphones and two mics and two people talking. Um, but if you hear anything crash, it's probably the cats knocking everything over in the dining room. Uh, and we are recording out of the lovely but remote Moonyard Studios today. Doug, how are you today? I'm pretty good. I'm just uh, just alone. That's all. I'm alone. Just alone in the studio. Yeah, just alone. Okay. Well, let's start with what's going on. Um, today, March 20th, Washington State has, according to the Seattle Times, uh, 1,376 cases of coronavirus and has 74 deaths. Most of those deaths are still out of that assisted living facility retirement home in Kirkland, um, but we are starting to see uh, deaths around the state now. The state has shut down a number of things. Uh, All restaurants and bars have been shut down, except uh, they are allowed to provide takeout services uh, or pickup food services. So no in restaurant or in bar dining or drinking. Um, The all state offices, I believe, are shut down. Certainly at the Attorney General's office where I work, everything is shut down and people are working from home. Um, What other things, Joe, are shut down for the state of Washington? What are we looking at? Um, I think courts are sort of difficult to get a real grip on. I was looking at um, what's going on at Superior Court in Pierce County, and it, it really depends on the type of case. And you know, where it is in its its progress through the system. For the most part, um, cases have been postponed till after April, uh, April 24th. Uh, there are a limited number of cases going forward. They are trying to do what they can by a video conferencing. Any criminal proceeding where the defendant is not in custody is automatically postponed over to uh, April 24th or later, and they're only dealing with criminal issues where the defendant is in jail. Yeah. 
It's interesting. Uh, the same is true down in Thurston County for the Superior Court. Basically, they've said, um, especially for civil matters, only emergency matters will be heard. You know, so don't file any motions. Don't come to court. Don't try to come in and get something done. And one of the attorneys in my office had said, well, what's an emergency? And, you know, which, which seems like that's not a good question, but it really is a good question because, as you all know, one person's minor problem is another person's horrible emergency. And so the, the sort of the rule of thumb that I advise people uh, is, is it is something harmful going to happen to a person or property within, you know, this week? If something is going to happen that's, you know, property is going to be destroyed, a person is uh, being in, you know, is, is taken into custody, a child is in danger, yes, the courts will probably be there to help you. It may not be easy to get through, but do go. But if it's just a, a more ordinary matter, expect not to go. Expect that you are not going to be welcome in a court for some period of time. I think the best piece of advice would be contact your attorney if you're represented on a matter. Uh, if not, check the court's website and then as a, uh, a last possibility, call the court itself. Yeah, I think that's... I think I you think, might have a hard time getting through to any governmental agency by phone. So I would urge that as sort of a last resort. I think that's true. And I, and I guess I would urge people to, um, you know call on your inner grace and calm to the extent that you can, because I'll tell you, and I, and I have worked in state government, mostly at the attorney general's office for 30 years. We have never had anything like this before. We have never had, even after the Nisqually earthquake in 2001, and I was in an Olympia office at that time, um, that shut things down for about a week, but it was a, you know, you, you knew things were broken. They would get fixed. You would go back to work. The current situation, we don't know that. It's just uh, highly unusual. So a lot of times when you're calling for an answer, it may seem reasonable to expect that there will be one, but there may not be one. Uh, let's talk about, so Pierce County has issued an emergency proclamation and, and it's a pretty generic one. What they've authorized is they declare an emergency. They have authorized uh, county to take all emergency action and provide emergency services. Now, the reason why you'll see state and local governments declaring emergencies is that when you declare an emergency, it kind of takes the rules off the table a little bit. It allows certain things to happen. So this is why the governor can suddenly say, all restaurants are closed. Under ordinary circumstances, he does not have that power. Under an emergency and a declaration of emergency, he does have that power. This is also why a lot of the governors were urging the president to declare a national emergency because when a national emergency is declared, then a lot of other benefits flow. Things like you can suddenly streamline your Medicaid applications and move around people in nursing facilities. Um, additional monies might become available. FEMA services might become available. So that's why it's very important that all of these entities have actually formally issued their emergency proclamations. We have an emergency proclamation also from the city of Tacoma as of March 12th, and that one has a little bit more detail in it. It is very clear that it is uh, declaring an emergency so that the state may enter into, so the city may enter into contracts and may make decisions to assist victims 
and take other action as appropriate. And this way, they can circumvent their competitive bidding requirements. They can circumvent a number of things that are the ordinary process of like going through a, um, a and I'm not thinking of the right word, but sort of like a, an internal um, decision-making process where things are noted onto the agenda for the first reading. Yeah, and then typically, they um, expenses in excess of a certain figure, and I forget what it is, need to go to the city council for ratification. And I think that for uh, emergency services, that is suspended with a declaration of emergency. Mm -hmm. So all of those things are in effect and then now we're sort of trying to figure out, well, okay, fine, but what does that mean? Uh, we've looked up, Joe and I are both talking before we started recording, uh, Tacoma Public Schools. I had seen a post on Facebook indicating that the schools might be taking more meals out to the community by bus. I cannot find any verification of that on the Tacoma Public Schools website. On the website, however, it does say that there are meal sites set up that operate from 10 a.m. to noon. They've been serving, they've been serving about 15,000 meals uh, over the first four days that it was set up. And there is a location on the website where you can find your nearest meal distribution location near you. Uh, and the Tacoma um, Public Schools website is tacomaschools.org. And they have a whole section on coronavirus. And the place within it um, to click on to look up meals, um, it's too complicated to say, but basically look up TPS meals and you will find that meal location uh, spot. But look for more. We have yet to see any information on learning resources or other things. Um, and I think most parents are, are trying to find out that information. And I would expect that probably we will be getting more information if not before the beginning of next week, then then on Monday. Um, what other things, Joe, what have you the, noticed? The city itself is basically closed to walk-ins. The municipal building uh, down on St. Helens is closed. Uh, they are asking people who need to contact the city to do so via email or by phone. There are a list of phone contacts on the city's website if you go to cityoftacoma.org. But basically, any walk-in service with an information desk is closed. Libraries are closed. The uh, Tacoma Public Utilities Lobby is closed. Um, to the degree that the city is transacting business, it's doing it by phone and by email. If you have general questions and don't know where to direct them to, you can contact the city via its 311 information line. Basically, anywhere within the city, you only need to dial 311. Um, if you are outside the city limits or having problems with 311, the number is 253-591-5000. Another really good way of getting local information is from uh, the new local newspapers. Most of the newspapers, I would say all of them, but I don't know that for a fact, but certainly both the TNT, the you know, Tacoma News Tribune, and the Seattle Times have both um, made sure that their coronavirus coverage is above the paywall. So if you are not a subscriber, you know, you can normally read a few stories and then you get shut out and told, you know, hey, you're not a subscriber. Your free access is limited. For coronavirus stories, you should be able to still read the stories because they are outside the paywall. 
Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll tell you, the, the other really good resource is that our local um, NPR radio station, KNKX, is providing a lot of local coverage of coronavirus. So I would check out their website, which is knkx.org, uh, and uh, tune them in in the mornings and in the afternoons, and you'll get the latest updates there. But I'll tell you, one of the things that's been sort of worrying me as we go through this is there is so much information, really good information, if you are online and also if you're connected to social media. But what if you're not? You know, one of our neighbors across the street uh, is an older couple. I think the husband is 94 and the wife is, well, I don't know how old she is, but she must be close to 90 herself. And uh, she had told me some time ago, you know, they don't have a computer or anything like that. They, they read the newspaper. And I'm just uh, concerned. I just don't know. And I'm not even sure if they're still getting the newspaper, but I don't know what you do to stay up on this type of information if you're not connected um, to the internet or uh, social media. I, I think you need to rely on relatives, friends, neighbors. If you are not online, um, ask those people to look up what you need looked up to inform you of what they're hearing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't really know what else you do either. Yeah. Um, I have not seen, I, they may still be delivering it, but I haven't seen a newspaper delivery in our neighborhood in quite some time. I don't even know if, if they're still actually delivering here or not. I used to see the TNT delivery guy come through every morning at about 4, 4.30, and I am up at that time, but I haven't seen a delivery here in, in quite some time. So I don't know how people are getting information if they're relying on the physical paper. Mm -hmm. So I guess one thing I would add to your list of, of things to do, um, consider if you have, especially if you've got some older neighbors, consider maybe going over and knocking on their door and seeing how they're doing. And I, I've been, I have not done yet that yet. And I've been thinking about it and I, sort of my inner debate is um, they're, pro they're older. They are in, you know, fragile, medically fragile. Um, so they're probably socially distancing. So I'm not sure they would be all that excited to see me come up to their front door. Um, but maybe we could talk through the door or something. Well, know, some of, uh, one of our neighbors, the one next door, they are also older, but they have children in the area. And I see their children coming and going relatively often uh, across the street. The neighbors who are in their 90s, uh, I do know that um, one of them has a daughter that I see occasionally. So I, I think they do have lifelines of information, mm -hmm. but I have not seen them in a while either, though I haven't been outside the house all that much myself, to be honest. Yeah. Well, we've been pretty successful in social distancing. So I work half time, but I've been working from home. And um, I think the only times, you know, we've, we've gone out every afternoon um, so we've had contact with the drive-through window at Starbucks and we've had contact with yesterday, Joe went into the Fred Meyer. I did not. Um, we went into Salamone's to get pizza last night and um, we had not called up to order in advance. We just uh, you know, thought of it as we were, as we were out running an errand. And so we stopped in and went up to the court uh, and I went up to the counter and ordered fine. And then we went outside to wait. Well, while we were outside, you know, on a very sunny corner, it was a nice day. This older woman came up to me, um, you know, 
people who come up to you on the street and want to have a conversation are sometimes a little bit um, unusual. And and she was a little bit unusual, fine, but a little unusual. But as she was talking to me about what was going on, which, you know, she thought was sort of the end of days, she kept getting closer to me and closer and closer. And I realized I'm, I'm kind of freaking out over this. I mean, I, I didn't want to push her away. And I didn't, and I was sitting on a block, so I didn't really have the ability to just keep moving further and further back. Um, and instead, I, I just, I kind of kept my answers very short and, and the conversation ended. But I realized, you know, social distancing is kind of a social contract thing. If the other person isn't feeling like they need to keep a distance from you, it's kind of hard to figure out how to um, enforce that. I don't know, Joe, what did you think? I, you know, just thought it was, there's something sort of post-apocalyptic about a lot of this stuff. You know, that woman yesterday, I was at Fred Meyer at one point, the one on 19th. There was literally no toilet paper on the shelves. There were no uh, paper towels. If you went down to the aisle with the canned vegetables, that was pretty much picked clean. I think there were about four jars of pasta sauce that I saw. There was no dry pasta at the time. In the cat food aisle, there was no cat litter. I don't know why there was suddenly a run on cat litter, but, you know, it was yeah. just, it was weird. We went from Fred Meyer and then we were downtown at uh, at Salomone's with a woman on St. Helens coming up with all of her, yeah, end of days kind of things. And it was a odd afternoon. It was a strange afternoon. At the same time, I, I will say, you know, parks are open. Um, people are out. They're running, bicycling, walking. Nobody is recommending that you not go out and bicycle or walk or run so long as you're maintaining appropriate distance, which is supposed to be six feet. Yesterday, I was at Chambers Bay walking the, the circuit around the golf course that goes up and down the hills. And um, I would say that people were observing social distancing in the sense that they were staying away from strangers, people who were in social groups. And I was there with a friend of mine. They are not staying six feet away from each other, but mm -hmm. um, they were staying away from strangers. Basically, there is no recommendation that you you not bicycle, not exercise, just be prudent in terms of approaching or being approached by strangers or being too close for to them. Um, nobody is asking that you you not walk your dogs. Of course, you should walk your dogs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, well, I, I will say, yeah, the day ended odd at the store and and with the woman outside the pizzeria, uh, but actually at Chambers Bay in the morning things were really pretty normal. I mean, it seemed mm -hmm. like any other day where you went to Chambers Bay in the morning to take a walk or run. And mm -hmm. there were a normal number of cars in the parking lot. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a break there. And when we come back, let's talk a little bit about resources that are available um, for people um, that might be helpful. Hi, I'm Melanie Denise Cunningham. And I'm Audrey Cunningham. And we're the host of the Channel 253 podcast, What Say You? 
This episode of Channel 253 is sponsored by PeaceWorks United and the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation. We're here to remind you that the 2020 census is getting underway and that you, yes, you, should participate. That's right. I know people can get nervous when someone from the government shows up with the clipboard, but here's the truth. Participating in the census will help us get our fair share of representatives to Congress. It will help us get more federal funds to our community, improve our school districts, and many other things. And you don't have to be a voter. You don't have to be a citizen, even. In terms of the census, you count. Ten questions, ten minutes. Census Day is April 1st. Fill out that form. Thank you to PeaceWorks United and the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation for your sponsorship of Channel 253 and getting the word out about the 2020 census. Okay, we're back. Hey, um, before we get talking about other resources, just a quick promo. If you haven't joined Channel 253, now would be a great time. We are committed to providing you with um, whatever local information we can. And uh, it's a deal. It's only $4 a month. So uh, Joe and I are members. Join us and uh, become a member of Channel 253. So let's talk about some resources. Let's assume your home, your social distancing, you're trying to figure out what to do. Um, here is like a golden resource for you. It's a website. It's uh, Sue Kidd, formerly the food writer for the Tacoma News Tribune, has a website. Her website is called dinepiercecounty.com. It's an excellent website. She's doing restaurant reviews and insider information. But one of the things that she just came up with this week was a spreadsheet of all the restaurants in Pierce County that she was able to contact who are doing um, takeout delivery or, you know, pick up at the door type of, of food services. Check it out. It will have, you know, the location of the restaurant, whether they're doing Uber Eats or um, some of the others, uh, whether you can call up and order and then go pick up at the door, whatever it may be, this is a great way to support your local restaurant community and, you know, get a little variety into your daily activities since, uh, if you're home all day, maybe you want to try something different for dinner tonight. The other resource that I think is really helpful is a Facebook group that just got up and going, and it is called COVID-19, so C-O-V-I-D-19 Tacoma Community Help. It has about 2,000 members, and people are posting things like, you know, whether anyone has a lead on toilet paper and um, food specials, like uh, about an hour ago, the Tides Tavern announced that they've got um, food available. They're giving away, clearing out their freezers. I think they've got 70 pounds of raw thawed turkey breast, 20 pounds of sliced thawed prime rib, things like that. So this is a really good resource. And this is probably a place where you're going to find out what's going on locally, um, maybe even before you read it in the newspaper. Now, I will say, you know, since it's just a Facebook group, it's word of mouth. Anything you see, you may want to vet and make sure of. But in terms of like, you know, where's the toilet paper and what restaurants might be open, this is a good resource to have. What else, uh, What else, Joe, what other resources should people be uh, checking out? I would check the city's website for any, you know, changes in city status, particularly with emergency services or with environmental services like 
uh, trash pickup, which so far has been running normally. I wouldn't expect that to change, but I think if it does, you, you may want to check there. Um, again, if you have a court case, the uh, Pierce County Superior Court has a very detailed list of what's running, what's not running, what's been postponed, and what you can expect. For the most part, if they're hearing anything, they're hearing it via teleconferencing. The newspaper's been actually really good lately in terms of you know updating things with uh, information about what's closing, what's opening. The situation really can just about change hourly, so you know you really just need to stay in touch with these things. It really problem. helps if you're online, and if you're not somebody who is, you know, I think that can be a, can be a problem. So, help neighbors, help uh, elderly relatives if you know that uh, they're not smartphone users or not people who are comfortable going online via computers. No, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. There was also a group that I saw on Facebook, or uh, Como News had a story saying uh, Providence uh, Hospital uh, was asking for volunteers to sew medical masks to battle coronavirus. So if you are on Facebook, you may want to look that up and I'll try to find the information. I think Lori Jenkins shared it as well as Lillian Hunter. Um, here's what I'm going to do. So we have a Facebook page called True Tacoma that kind of used for a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I will post and share out to that Facebook page anything that looks in for interesting for Tacoma people, either resources, opportunities to volunteer, whatever I can find. So if you want to follow, if you're on Facebook and you want to follow the page, it's just True Tacoma, very easy to find. The logo is just uh, two T's and uh, that's something I can do for you. Um, I guess the last thing is, uh, Joe, what, what suggestions would you have if, if anyone is being, you know, sort of getting depressed about this whole thing? And, and frankly, it is depressing. Um, it's depressing to think of what might come next. You know, California has sort of a step ahead of us on being uh, closer to a, a shelter in place or shut everything down state. Um, we don't know what our local economy is going to look like when this is over. Um, we don't know what our national economy is going to look like. It's, um, it's a difficult time. So, well, so what, what would you suggest? Well, shelter in place doesn't mean that you can't leave your house. No. You can go out, you can run, you can bicycle, you can walk. And, you know, as I said, yesterday when I was out, quite a few people were, were doing it. Uh, people were enjoying themselves, talking, just be wary of, of being too close to people. But uh, there's no reason not to do it. The weather finally here is great. We haven't had rain in a while. It's sunny right now. I'm looking out my dining room window. My neighbor is out. He's mowing his lawn, which even in a shelter-in-place order in place, that would not be a problem. Uh, you know, there are plenty of things that you can do if you leave the house and go out. Just be careful. Uh, maintain an appropriate distance, and to the degree you can, enjoy yourself. I think that's the key. I, I know um, Joe is much more of a walker than I am, um, and so I haven't been out taking a walk, but I think I need to because, as I say, I think, you know, you start to have these sort of overwhelming um, worrying about things that are completely outside your control, 
but that you can't stop thinking about. And at least getting outside, getting some fresh air, getting out in the sunshine is a help. I also find I like to cook. So I found that, you know, trying a new recipe every now and again it, is a help for me as well. I would also say, you know, yesterday when I was out at uh, Chambers Bay walking, I think of everything I've done in the last few days, that was probably the activity that was the most sort of normal, everyday thing. And it was also the, the activity where everybody else was just doing something that was normal, something everyday and fun. I will say that when I was in the supermarket, there's sort of a level of tension and anxiety out there that's, that's hard to avoid in some locations. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, going out to a park, taking a walk, running, there's really not a lot of that kind of anxiety in the air. And mm-hmm. that, was, that was really helpful. It was, it was really great to, be, uh, to go out and do that yesterday. And, uh, you know, I think I'll, in a little bit I'll, I'll take the dogs out and take them for a walk because they enjoy it too. Sounds like a good plan. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for this episode. We're going to probably try to do this maybe every week, maybe, maybe less than that. We'll see how things go. Maybe every week though, as things are changing. Um, So look for us on crossingdivision.com. Look for us on the places where you get your podcasts and send us some feedback. You can contact me um, via Twitter. Uh, My Twitter handle is at true under slash or you know underline Tacoma um, you can also send me an email um, true Tacoma at gmail.com or you know check out what I post on Facebook at true Tacoma and Joe how can people contact you if they want to I am on Twitter at uh, at Joe Lopez Tacoma all one word and on email I am j-o-l-o-p-e-z 98406 at yahoo.com All right. Well, that's it for this week, then. Take care, everyone. Wash your hands and keep your distance, I guess. Channel 253 is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. I'm Nate Bowling, and I fly Alaska. To book your next trip, go to alaskaair.com. The Crossing Division podcast is part of the Channel 253 network. Check out our other shows. Nerd Farmer, Interchangeable White Ladies, Citizen Tacoma, Founders B-Team, We Art Tacoma, and What Say You? This is Channel 253.